Oh my god. That kind of sounds like Jennifer Coolidge. Which I wanna congratulate Jennifer Coolidge for winning um the Emmy. Uh she won an Emmy Best Actress, I think, for um The White Lotus. And I just love Jennifer I almost said Lawrence. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my god. Um I digress. I have ADD. We all know this. Um, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Danny Romanello. If I have new little D's here, and that's what I call my listeners, little D's. So, welcome back. Take a seat. Or if you're at the gym, go a little slower so you could hear me talk, you know, or go fast, whatever you want to do. This is episode 70, so we're just cruising along. Um, I started my new job in the props department for that TV show called FBI Most Wanted. Um, it's really cool. It's a totally different environment than I'm used to. I'm used to working on TV sets, and this is more of an office job. So it's a, it's a nice change, to be honest with you, because I'm used to being on my feet for 12, 13-hour days. And this, I'm sitting for... A majority of my day but I also have other things to do um it's weird to be around props like that like we had these babies that looked like babies I mean I had to open a box and they they came in a brown box like a standard brown box I opened it I thought it was a real child and it and um when you hold them they like jiggle like a real baby like they're flesh like it's so weird and the hair looks real. It's very uncomfortable. But um, the world of props, it's so interesting. And um, also I had to deal with these um, other props. And it's weird because there's a mixture of real things. Like we'll have real fire pokers mixed in with rubber fire pokers. So if, if someone's like, oh, could you hand me the real fire poker? I'm like, okay. I, I go to grab it and it's the rubber one. It's It's hard to spot the difference you gotta touch it and um i've touched the our machine guns like the f- prop machine guns it's it's uh they're heavy they look real but they're fake so that's the world of make-believe it's i tell people tv is all smoke and mirrors i'll never forget i had to um do a i had to stand in for someone for a show and um i had a lot of pimples that day and i just looked like shit and i I went to go stand in and I like like such a rookie. I was like, "Can you uh can you take a picture of my face in the mon- and the and the monitor of you know the it's like a screen, that's what a monitor is. Why am I explaining what a monitor is? You know what that is." Anyway, I saw this photo. My face looked I looked so good because it was the lighting, it was everything. My pimples were gone. It wasn't photoshopped or anything like that. The way the light was hitting my face, the pimples just disappeared. It's all smoke and mirrors. All smoke and mirrors. That's what it is. This episode's going to be called All Smoke and Mirrors. I'm obviously saying mirror, but I know a girl that says mirror instead of mirror. And she also says mirror instead of murder. Anyway, I digress. I already said I have ADD. I had a... I had two coffees today and a tuna fish sandwich. I'm ready to go. I'm going to take 
take over the world today. So you probably never hear me talk about sports because I really don't really care about sports, but I love going to games and I, you know, respect a lot of these athletes like Serena Williams. When she lost her match, I cried. I cried because it is over. Like she's done. She's no longer going to be playing tennis. And I feel like I grew up with her. (laughs) This is so dramatic. I don't know why. I cried, but I cried, and it was out of that I'm just proud of her. It's just, it was laughing. I was like, am I really crying right now? And I did. I remember I cried when Derek Jeter retired. Maybe I do like sports. Who am I? Who am I? My whole existence has been a lie. Um, I just, you know, they're goats. They are goats. Um, But... When Derek Jeter retired, I cried. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's going on in the sports realm. And I'll, I'll probably talk about sports in another year. We'll see. Okay, I love Britney Spears, and I said I was going to stop talking about her negatively or positively. I just wanted to... It was just Britney overload. I love her, but I was like, I, I need to stop. Um, this was just too good to not talk about. Christina Aguilera unfollowed Britney Spears because it all started with Britney Spears posting a quote from comedian Rodney Dangerfield. And it said, I find that there's only one way to look thin and that's hang out with fat people. So, you know, it's a new time. It's a new era. You can't really make jokes like that nowadays. You'll literally get fired from a network show. I mean, it's just like, we are in this like ready to cancel like people's hands are on the cancel button instead of the nuke button it's on the you lose your job cancel like they're all ready to press it so britney spears posted that so people are already like so anyway it's a very weird caption it says i wish i could have chosen the nannies or my dancers um I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, it would make me look super small, which take which seems like that. Oh, you know, what? I'm going to hire bigger dancers than me because I'm so large. You know, you know, I just. Uh, OK, I'm not going to talk. Let me go up to that. Then Britney got a lot of backlash saying that you're fat phobic and all this stuff. So then Britney wrote um, by post. She responded by posting to Instagram with fairies. Britney loves fairies, which I don't blame her. Fairies. Fairies are good. Um, She's basically said that that's not that's not what I meant to say. Um, By no means was I being critical of Christina Aguilera's beautiful body. I even flew out to see her one day you know she's great and I really admire her um I just think Brittany is stuck in 2003 and um I don't think that Brittany meant to insult her or her dancers I don't I don't think Brittany has a mean bone in her body I just think that she's stuck and, uh, you know, I think she's just very young, if that makes sense. She was literally cooped up for like 10 years, you know, so I don't think she ever had time to grow. Um, but 
I hope people give her a pass because she's Britney Spears. She's learning, you know? It's like, it's it's seriously like she's a Martian all over. She's like a Martian. She's learning life all over again. Um, so let's be patient with her. And Brittany, you're free. We love you. Okay, so this next story, people are up in arms because um, black actress Halle Bailey is the new uh, Ariel in um, The Little Mermaid. And people are like, well, Ariel's white. First of all, Ariel is not real. And secondly, she was a cartoon. <laughs> so if, if a purple actress could play her, you know what I'm saying? It just does not, I don't care. I think I would only care if they were like, the Little Mermaid's no longer a mermaid. She is a soccer player. And she goes to a high school and she's not a mermaid. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? <laughs> I, I don't get it. People are all up in arms. It's all the Karens and the Darrens. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All the, the whites that are upset over it. Like, So, of course, you heard that the Queen of England have has died at 97. Um I kind of feel like, I mean, it's sad when anyone dies, but I don't really, um, she's 97 years old, you know, it's like, it's TikTok, it's, it's, it was, it was coming soon, sooner than later, and, um, when, when I, when I saw the queen died at first, I thought it was Queen Latifah, I did, and I've been seeing a lot of memes and a lot of internet things about that, like how someone's like, the queen died, and the girl goes, Latifah? <laughs> and um i would be devastated if queen latifah died i couldn't think of one movie off the top of my head that she's been in but i really like her as a personality um her I, her talk show got canceled which i don't know why it did i liked it i like i like the queen latifah the queen latifah yeah i just said that i like the queen latifah she's the show some respect <laughs> My next thing is Bethany Frankel. Shut up. So I actually really like Bethany Frankel. Um, she is a former Real Housewife of New York. But lately, I don't know if I'm getting Google alerts about her, but it seems like every time I check my phone, it's Bethany Frankel shitting on the Kardashians. It's like, Bethany, you wish you could be them. You, you're... Your dream. I think she wants one of them to respond, and you know, she wants it to get picked up, and she would just that would be she'd be all in her glory. But they're smart; they don't respond. They rarely respond, and um, I think they're a well-oiled machine. They're they're really good at publicity. I I just think it's it's Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is a mastermind i mean there's sh we should have a holiday for chris jenner i i strongly believe that instead of columbus day we're just gonna have uh no we have indigenous people day so maybe i won't say that we should have a chris jenner day regardless chris jenner chris jenner for president maybe what if i wore a chris jenner 2024 um presidential is it 2024 i can't do math right now i'm so tired and i don't i just burned my joke but 
you get what I'm saying. I want to give a shout out to um, writer Evan Ross Katz. I stumbled upon his podcast and it is so good. And it's about gay shit. He's a great interviewer because I think he's genuinely interested in his guests. And um, I just find that every question he asks, I like wanted to know the answer too. So it's just, I was like on the edge of my seat, like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, I'm so happy. You, I'm so happy you asked that. Um, he had he has everyone from um, Jennifer Coolidge on there to porn stars, and it's just he's a great interviewer. So definitely check out his podcast called Shut Up Evan. I just remind me of that when I said Shut Up Bethany. Um, he's great, and I think he's really funny, and I, I hope his podcast just blows up. And I hope him or Danny Pellegrino, I love Danny Pellegrino. He's also a writer, comedian, and professional, bravo, historian. I don't even know where to begin with him, but I think he is going to take over Andy Cohen's Watch It Happens Live. And I think he would do even better. I really do. I think Danny Pellegrino is so good, both of them. Uh, you know, you got to support your people in your alphabet mafia. I call us the, the LGBTQ plus all that jazz, the alphabet mafia. People are like, what? Why would you say that? It's it's a joke. But um, you got to support each other. I feel like, um, you know, it's important to do so. And I, I think I talk about Ellen and Rosie later. So I love Jimmy Kimmel. I, he's one of my favorite talk show hosts and he's all around like a great guy. I've never heard one bad thing about him ever. So with that said, I, um, I, I feel bad for him at the moment because he got a lot of shit for, uh, he did a bit at the, um, at the Emmys. Basically he lost, um, his, he, he lost his category and he didn't win. So the joke was he's going to drink himself and pass out. So he pretended to drink and he pretended to pass out on stage. And um, he really went with this, meaning he laid there for like 20 minutes or something. And um, he laid there and um, he laid there for the next couple of categories, I believe. And then... um he was laying there and then what's her name? I always forget her name. Uh, Quintina Brunson, uh, wrote, she's a comedy writer. She won an Emmy and he was laying there and I did feel like it kind of took from her moment of winning her first Emmy and like she's four feet. So the, the camera angle was awkward and it kept getting him in it. And I felt like it was, it would be a nice shot of just her with the Emmy and the microphone. But um, I think he, he just didn't think about that bit. It was a poor bit, but I love Jimmy and um, there's no bad blood between them. And apparently they're, they're super friendly. So um, I'm happy about that. But also she wrote a really good show called Abbott Elementary 
I um, it got like ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so I was like, Rotten Tomatoes, they're they're very stingy with their rating. So I was like, ninety eight percent. I gotta check this out. It's very cute. It's kind of um, like The Office with the camera angles because they do talk to the camera because a documentary crew is at the school um, looking into underprivileged schools and it's, it's a funny show. So definitely check that out. It's an interesting, um, view of the teachers. Um, speaking of bad blood, Rosie O'Donnell was talking about Ellen DeGeneres, Andy Cohen show on the watch what happens live show, which I worked at by the way. Um, and she was asked, if there was like bad blood between her and Ellen. And she said basically that we were friends at one point and she was watching the Larry King show with her wife at the time. And Ellen was basically asked uh, by him saying that, um, you know, when Rosie O'Donnell came out, her show kind of went down the tubes. And then Ellen goes, I don't know. I don't really know her. I don't talk to her. We're not friends. And, Rosie was like, I was so taken back over that because, you know, I ha- I've had you at my house in Miami. We had dinner together a couple of times. To say it like that, it's just like, I think it's disrespectful, in my opinion. So I think there was probably more to that. Maybe Ellen was jealous over Rosie's success because, in many ways, Rosie paved the way for a lot of us queers. A lot of us queers. So... I don't think Rosie gets the respect that she deserves, but um, I thought that was interesting. I I this that's the second bad thing I heard about Ellen this week. I heard another thing on the Sopranos podcast with uh, Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa. He said that the worst celebrity he's ever met was Ellen DeGeneres at the Emmys. He said that he completely that she completely blew him off and she was just awful. And um, I've heard that. I've heard that about Ellen. We talked about that. And when there's smoke, there's fire. Um, this show's just going to get me blacklisted, my podcast. So it should be called The Blacklist. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, yeah. Work was good, Um, but it was so hard. I know I'm jumping topic to topic, but I had a full-blown um, kind of meltdown my first day. Not there not at work so basically I couldn't sleep the night before and I got maybe an hour of sleep and I was I had so much anxiety that I wasn't tired and I went to work and I um I got tired right when I got to work and you know it's your first day and you got to learn all this stuff and um I just oh my god it was like going in one ear out the other I was just so tired and I got out of work at like 7.30 p.m. and I went home and I went to sleep forever. But on my way home, I cried for like an hour just because I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, which I didn't. And most people don't know what they're doing their first day of a new job. And that's okay. But um, it just goes to show that you just kind of push through it and, you know, make your way, girl, make your way. But uh, it was comical because my eyes were really pretty. When I told you, if I when I when I cry, throw up, or choke, my eyes turn green, like a beautiful green. So um, 
next time I cry, I'm going to make sure I take a photo of my eyes because you got to see them. You got to see them to believe it. You got to see it. What? What is the show today? It's literally me home alone with a mic and I've been eating the kitchen. What else can we talk about? What else can we talk about? So some disturbing news about uh, model Cara Delevingne. She's beautiful, first of all, but um, looks like that she got into drugs, unfortunately, which, you know, when you're a supermodel, you're surrounded by drugs. And unfortunately, I think she is on drugs. I don't know what kind she's on, but if I were to guess, I think methamphetamines. Um, she's just seen looking erratic outside an airport in Van Nuys in Cali and she's just like on the phone smoking a cigarette but like erratic and then it was supposed to supposedly it was Jay-Z's jet she was using and she got on the plane and it never lifted off and never got off the, the ground and she got off earlier like 45 minutes later and just left and um then uh, Margot Robbie, her one of her best friends, was supposed to be at an event in New York for Fashion Week that she it, she was the main event, and um she was not in New York. She was in, in L.A. She was seen leaving Cara's house crying, so it's kind of like maybe that was a um an intervention or some something like that it's just so sad because you could only help people that want to help themselves and i just hope that she gets the help she you know needs it's just it's a sad thing to to look at someone just deteriorate like that but um i mean i don't know what's going on with her people a lot of people are saying drugs and um a lot of news outlets are saying it's confirmed that she's kind of dealing with that. But, you know, I don't know her, but it's sad, peeps. It's sad. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Life is all about pivoting, people. You know, sometimes you just got to pivot. Pivot. And with that said, I, I say this all the time. I think I'm leaving TV, but sometimes... You get offered something good and you get sucked back in. But um, I decided to take my real estate uh, license. I'm taking a course, I mean, and um, it's going to be on the weekends, uh, Saturday, Sunday, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. So I have that to look forward to, plus a 50-hour work week. So I have a lot coming up. So I don't think I'll be up for this. I don't know if I will be, but I'm trying to see if I if I come home from work and I film, I mean, I record five minutes a night, I could do that, but then I'm like, I don't even have time to shit at work, you know? Sometimes it's busy, but hopefully I could come up with a faster, like, like an outline, like a much faster outline, so I could just boom, 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 get this down pat but I've always been interested in real estate like I always say Zillow is my porn and I'm pretty good at sales I actually left my job at Warby Parker see I'm telling you where I used to work I left I quit 
Um, and I sold like $60,000 in eyeglasses in like three months. So I'm like, if I could sell eyeglasses, I could sell houses, you know, you know, that's what I think. That's what I think. But I'm just going to see if I, you know, I'm going to take the course, see if I like it. And cause maybe, I, maybe if I'm in it I'm like, I don't really like this at all. I want to go back to TV, but that's okay because life's about what? pivoting yes yes life's about pivoting so um we'll see this job i'm in right now is until now until may which is a really long tv gig they're usually like three months but now this is a long show so um it's a good chunk of my year and um some good change in my pocket so i just hope i don't get too burnt out because in a, in a day I do, I drive three hours a day because it's about an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back, give or take. And, um, you know, I'm just going to be sitting majority of the day. And then on the weekend, I, I don't really sleep in. I wake up at like six. So, uh, to me that's sleeping in. So we'll see how this goes. I'm a little nervous about it, but, um, Life's about pivoting, so I'm about to pivot. Pivot, pivot, pivot. That's a Friends reference, and I don't even like the show Friends, but I know the reference. I know the reference. There's so, like like Star Wars. I know several. Actually, I don't know several Star Wars references. I know Luke, I'm your father, and I know... Um, uh, <laughs> I, I guess that's the only Star Wars reference I know, um, and I'm proud of it because... I will never, ever, ever watch Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Yes, I categorize all those things in one category of shit that I don't want to see. But, um, yeah, so that's what's going on. And um, that's why I'm just tired. This is like my last weekend off pretty much until November 12th. So I'm just kind of soaking it in absorbing it just doing nothing <laughs> but i just we'll see we'll see where it goes man and if you need a house i'll let you know if i have my license <laughs> to sell you a house i just love looking at zillow zillow is a website where you can see houses you can see million dollar houses you can see regular houses you can see little condos you can see big condos i just like to see what's out there um and she needs to make some money. She needs some money because this TV salary is not cutting it. So we'll see. Maybe this will be my side hustle or maybe it will be my full-blown career. I don't know, but I'll let you know when we get there. I originally wasn't going to tell people, but I'm like, I don't I don't care. No. You should know. This is my my podcast. So that's what's going on in my life right now. I will be honest, I actually took the course and I failed. Well, I didn't really fail. I just stopped doing it because um, it was not. So this current class I'm about to take is a Zoom class. So there's a teacher, you know, you're you're kind of guided through the class and it's intensive. It's from like I already told you the times, but the one I took was at your own pace and um, it was all multiple choice questions. It was like it just didn't really hold me accountable because I'd be holding my phone. I'd be doing this. I would be in the kitchen cooking and looking at it, which I wasn't focused. And I think 
having an instructor and kind of like a classroom setting will keep me accountable for it. And um, I'm just going to fucking do this because, yeah, it's a long time coming because I love real estate and I love maybe I'll be on that show million dollar listing in New York. I would stir. Oh, my God. I'd be the villain, obviously, the short villain with good hair. I'm fine with it. At least I have good hair. At least I have good hair. Um, but yeah. Okay, little D's. With that said, um, I I can't guarantee I'm gonna come out with an episode a week. I mean, I could barely do it now, and I, you know, just bear with me, little D's. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'm starting a new ed- endeavor. I'm pivoting. I'm pivoting. But I think I'm gonna keep the pod. I don't make any money from it, but, you know, it's just, uh, I like it. And it's chronological. So when I'm 80 years old, I could be like, what What happened that year? I could just listen to an episode and that's what happened. Um, but yeah, I'm little, I'm turning 32, so I need to pivot. need to pivot. Yes. So this will end November 12th and... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, thank you guys for listening to episode 70. And thank you for listening to Ramble. Um, I'm probably not going to have a guest anytime soon because I'm going to be hitting the books. Hitting the books. So um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little D's. I love you guys. And anyway, that sounded ridiculous. Thank you for listening to the three people. I listen every week. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, good night.